0: You might wonder what blissful love means to us. To us, blissful love is mental strength. It means knowing when to keep fighting, but also knowing when to surrender. It means having conflicts go on in your mind, but using your skills that you have built and strengthened to diffuse the conflicts. It means working through stressful situations with empathy, compassion, and lots of love. It means knowing when you need to step away from situations, people, things that no longer serve you and do it in a respectful way. It means knowing how hard you can push yourself and pushing yourself an extra inch. Sometimes there are moments of weakness that you feel like you lost all your inner strength, but just know that this is exactly the moment that you are given to strengthen your inner being even more. This is the moment you are being tested by your own strength and you can choose to push yourself to learn more about your inner being and explore just how strong you really are, or you can give up, throw in the towel and decide to sulk in the uncertainty, worry and anxiety. Hello, everyone. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of Blissful Love with Deb McMahon and Rachel Lawrence. Hello, you guys. We are virtually recording tonight for What's y'all. What's up, guys? Happy Thursday. Yes. Hope everyone is having a beautiful week. On that note, Rach, what makes you feel blissful today, and how did you propel your love today?
1: So my my answers go hand in hand today. Um, What made me feel blissful today, I did a Reiki swap with one of my friends from work's sister who is a Reiki master and like a psychic medium. And so we planned to meet up today together and I did a hour Reiki session on her and then she did an hour Reiki session on me after. And it was literally the most amazing thing I think I've experienced in so long. Um, Last night I was actually like thinking about it and I realized that I've never even actually had like a full Reiki session done on myself before.
0: And when you, um, I think it was last week you were saying like you needed Reiki or something and I was like, oh dude, like a legit two Reiki to you. I forget.
1: (laughs) I know. And so I was like, I haven't even ever gotten a real session before. Like that's crazy. And so I was so excited and it like exceeded my expectations in every way. It was so amazing. Um, And just like doing Reiki on someone and then like getting Reiki by someone, like when you both have those like attunements and everything, and you both have like the same wave frequencies, like it's just like a different, it's a different experience. It's really wild. Um, And it was just like very powerful. And I felt just so amazing afterwards and then that's how I propelled my love was bringing that amazing energy into my next session and help helping giving some of that energy um to the girl who I just finished doing her session tonight and it that session was even crazier than mine so like it was just like really amazing and just watching that transfer of energy was just
0: really rewarding today that's great. I love that. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like an amazing day. That's was- so cool about um, your Reiki swap too. Did Have you ever met this girl before?
1: So she's one of my good friends at work sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, so i had never met her before. And but I did Reiki on her sister, um, my friend from work a like, week or two ago. And she was like, my sister has to come and see you. Like she's been dying to come. She's like a psychic medium and Reiki master. I'm like, she needs to get over here. Like, Yeah. Need- um, That's wild. Awesome. And like, it's always like, you always get like a little nervous when you have someone coming to do a session and you've never met them before. Like, you never really know, like, I knew it was going to be like great with her, but you never like just, it's just, it's nervous. Like you makes mm-hmm. you nervous mm-hmm. and we just hit it off so well. And she was. I feel like it was crazy. Like just how like open I was with a complete stranger and it was just so beautiful.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. It's really cool. I'm glad that happened for you. I feel like it's those moments that make everything worth it too. You yeah. know?
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Mm. So, so true.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I'm glad that that was how your day went. Um,
1: what made you feel blissful today and how did you propel your love?
0: Yeah, so what made me feel blissful today and how I propelled my love also goes very hand in hand. So, what made me feel feel blissful is I taught my Monday night teens tonight um, At Epione, and it was such a good class. I so that made me feel blissful today. And how I propelled my love, but also another thing, part of that that made me feel blissful is I completely forgot that I tucked away all their little notes from last week in my binder. Um, I asked them all to write down one thing that they loved about the class, and I read like two of them right after the class, and I was like, I'm just gonna wait till I get home because I feel like these are gonna make me cry, and. I forgot. So I read them tonight as I was setting up and all of them were so thankful and so beautiful. And I, it, I I like couldn't believe it. I was like, Oh my goodness. Like that was so rewarding. I can't believe that they all felt that way after my class. So that made me feel really blissful knowing like words of affirmation, I guess that like this stuff helps and this stuff builds confidence and empowers you and all the things. So that was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have a quote of the day today. So instead we're going to read a quote from our one of our past episodes. So tonight we wanted to talk all about how mental health has kind of evolved for us in our energy work that we do and different, different techniques and things, practices that we do. Um, And how it kind of all like ties into each other and how it can really like support your mental health and help strengthen it. Um, So I was looking at notes and I just so happened to stumble upon our what does being mentally strong mean to you episode. And I realized that we had such an awesome quote from that episode. So I wanted to read it again to you guys. So it says, you might wonder what blissful love means to us. To us, blissful love is mental strength. It means knowing when to keep fighting, but also knowing when to surrender. It means having conflicts go on in your mind, but using your skills that you have built and strengthened to diffuse the conflicts. It means working through stressful situations with empathy, compassion, and lots of love. It means knowing when you need to step away from situations, people, things that no longer serve you and do it in a respectful way. It means knowing how hard you can push yourself and pushing yourself an extra inch. Sometimes there are moments of weakness that you feel like you lost all your inner strength, but just know that this is exactly the moment that you are given to strengthen your inner being even more. This is the moment you are being tested by your own strength and you can choose to push yourself to learn more about your inner being and explore just how strong you really are. Or you can give up, throw in the towel and decide to sulk in the uncertainty, worry and anxiety. Boom. I love that (laughs) Me too. Um, But, I feel like it really makes sense with everything because yeah. it, especially in that moment, like that episode was from January and it's just so crazy to think about the progress and the, the change yeah. and the growth since then. And I'm like, those were our thoughts like summed up into a quote. And now it's like grown because of all the energy work that we've been doing and all the um, like holistic practices mm-hmm. and just like inner work and also like physical strength as well like through yoga and yeah through like you know taking care of our bodies moving our bodies more and mindful movement and all that so definitely yeah yeah Yeah, so I feel like we've been I feel like we've kind of
1: been talking a lot about like talking a lot lately about how our mental health has not gone like obviously not gone away but has gotten so much more manageable and has like really improved in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. but we haven't really talked about like what we're actually doing and like how how we are getting to that point and how we're helping ourselves so I feel like this will be a great episode to kind of just like share everything that we you know kind of like do on like a day-to-day basis to keep that going and like keep keep that momentum up and um, hopefully you guys can pick some stuff away from that.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It's like kind of been behind the scenes a little bit. Like we shared on social media from time to time, but we haven't really dove into it in an episode yeah. and really explained. So, yeah. Um, so I'll go first with just some things that I've noticed have helped me, unless you have things that you want to talk no, about immediately. Okay. So I, I feel like the very first thing that I started to gravitate towards when it came to um, energy work and holistic work and all the things is probably yoga, which I didn't realize was so in-depth. And yeah. it was I didn't realize it was doing the things for me that it actually is. Um, so what we mean by energy work is like, like diving into that like inner voice i guess that you have and like that yeah. soul inside of you and moving around emotions in in a meaningful way that is staying in tune with your body so yep. like your your energy is everything really it's your emotions it's your feelings it's your worries your strengths your everything and mm-hmm. it is like moving all throughout our bodies. Like it's moving all throughout our, our outer bodies. Like it's going everywhere and Mm -hmm. we're sharing it and connecting our energies with other people. So energy work is when you see a Reiki practitioner or you see, what are the people called that you see for your, um, Oh, the holistic new nutritionist. Yeah. Like people like that. Um, kate for bowen going to a yoga class meditation um i don't know re- re- dancing like really anything yeah. that you're like mindfully in touch with what's going on i guess I, do you have a better explanation yeah.
1: making like making the aligned like doing the aligned
0: action like
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what is it that eli always says i was thinking aligned action is what he
0: says right yeah yeah and it's so true and it, it immediately like reminds me of our chakras and like how how off we can feel if our yeah. chakras aren't aligned um but yeah so the first thing that I guess I really started doing and getting in touch with when it came to energy work was yoga I've been doing yoga for a long time but wasn't realizing that that's the level of discomfort, but also growth I could get to in the practice. So as I explored deeper into meditating in the aspect of yoga shavasana and getting that quiet space at the end, I started realizing how uncomfortable I was and realizing like how many things were coming up for me in this practice. And Like I would just cry (laughs) after yoga or like even in the middle of it. And I was like, wow, like what is going on? Like, am I this unstable? (laughs) Like what's happening? And I realized in those moments that that's when, like I was saying in that quote that I read, that's when I chose to make a decision to dive deeper into it instead of running away from it. And Mm -hmm. I learned so much about the energy that was going on inside of me and what it took to strengthen it in a way that was healthy for me and made my mind shift in a positive energetic way instead of a negative one um and yeah so that was really like the first thing I would say and then obviously Rachel you'll talk about Reiki I feel like I didn't really even consider it until or really think about it I guess until you started it
1: yeah yeah so definitely I mean I feel like for me, I guess if like saying the first thing that really got me into, um, like diving deeper into spirituality and like really incorporating it the best I can into like my everyday life, um, were terror readings. Um, yeah, because Eli really started doing them and getting really into it probably in like the fall. Um, and I just like, for re- just like the, like, reassurance and everything that we talk about all the time with tarot cards um it really pushed me to really start trusting my intuition um and to really start like listening and keeping being um aware of like all the signs that the universe is constantly sending you um and I think through that really kind of just trusting that and being open to it just completely changed my like perspective on so many aspects of my life and really started pushing me to do things that were out of my comfort zone and that's when I decided to do start doing Reiki and get my certifications and I mean obviously ever since then it's been an everyday practice for me Um, but I don't think that if it wasn't like tarot cards are seriously I think the number one thing that I would Recommend anyone who's trying to like dive deeper into this spiritual world or like whether or not you're like you want to be like spiritual, but you just want to like find a different part of yourself um, and explore yourself deeper. I think they're the best things ever because you can do them for yourself, you can do them with your friends, you can do them all the time. It's easy, you don't have to memorize the cards. You have a book that you can just sit there and read it. Like, I think people get very intimidated by them. But I like the session that I just finished, we did a tarot reading after and it was her first session. I mean, her first um, tarot card reading. And she was like, mind blown. And I love when people like I love doing readings for the first time on people because it's so funny watching their reactions because they're like, how like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Um, But I. We after we did the reading, she was like, I think I'm gonna buy my own deck. And I'm like, Yes, like you need to. Like it it's it literally kickstarts everything for you, I feel like, or at least it did for me. Um, and then just something really quick on top of that with the tire cards is at the end of her reading, I had her take a picture of her spread. Um, and then so something that I would do a lot would be take a picture of the spread and like remember my intention for that reading and then go back and journal about it and kind of just like put it all out there on paper like how it resonated with me like how it helped me and all of that and like going back and reading those like those like entries in my journal is just like so crazy because like every single one of them it's just like mind-blowing how how much they were like were relatable and like everything like that and how like watching it all like kind of play out when you go back and read it is really cool um so that's something that I definitely suggest doing as well
0: yes yeah definitely I feel okay so I I like this ping pong action we'll do like one layer at a time of how it unfolded so Okay, so after yoga and after I started to unfold those layers, then um yeah, Eli brought tarot t- tarot readings into my life as well. And I never I never was against tarot readings in any way, but I don't think I ever properly got like a reading that resonated with me. Like I feel like yeah. anytime I did, I was either like, that's so negative. I hope that doesn't happen to me. So I never was like on the lookout for um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: anything that they would tell me and also like a lot of times when you just get like a like I was going to like I went to like a couple in like LA and then like went to a couple like on vacation like you know like if you see yeah. people doing it so it wasn't like I sought someone out found someone that I could trust and, and knew was it, yeah. yeah it wasn't like that so um, a lot of times like you'll find this if you go to someone for a tower reading sometimes that like the, the way people read is so different. And a lot of yeah. times, like, people, when they know absolutely nothing about you, it's almost like they're trying to pull information that, like, m- like might sound negative just to, like, see, like, where you're at, which I get. Yeah. Like, a lot of people have to do that to, like, figure it out. Um, But it's like when you're not invested in tarot readings yet it's so scary because you're like yeah. why is this negative and I feel like that's what a lot of people think when they think of it they're yeah, like I don't want to know my future I don't want to know the bad stuff but for Rachel and I, when we were introduced to it by Eli, Eli did a really good job at explaining that's not what tarot readings are. And I feel like that's what hooked me anyway. Like I was like, oh, wow, like you're right. Cause he wasn't sitting there and being like, this is going to be your future and it's going to be horrible. And you and Jack are going to break up. Like it was like, like here you pick your cards. This is what's going on. And I'm going to read it to you. And if something resonates with you, cool. And if something doesn't like cool, it doesn't necessarily have to to be a depiction of your future. It might just be like the way that things could possibly go and you are in control of what's going to come. So like, here's what I'm telling you. And that explanation, I liked a lot because it made me realize that like, we are in control of what's to come to an extent. Um, but to a big extent. And that brought it to reality for me because like Mm -hmm. growing up in a Catholic household, you know, that stuff is all like against that. Like you're not supposed to tamper with that type of stuff, that type of energy, that type of spirituality. So that was like the connotation I kind of always kept with me. And it wasn't that I wasn't open to it. It was just like, I had this like negative kind of like light on it a little bit. And I wasn't sure like where it would take me. So when I first, like was introduced to that it was such a great experience that I try and I know you do too Rachel to really like propel that same experience that we received that others are aware of that because like for instance tonight I was talking to the teen girls and I'm like oh we're gonna do Rachel Caitlin and I are gonna start doing goddess circles at um at like I don't know the details but like would any of you guys be interested we're gonna do it for teens and like young women and they were all like, Oh my God. Yes. Obviously yeah. like so exciting tarot cards. and Like they knew all that stuff. And one of the girls was like, Oh my God, I do not want to know my future. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that. Can't like, you can't read your future. Yeah. I was like, wish I could. I can't. Um, yeah. but yeah, like I thought that was funny and yeah. it, it makes sense why people think that. And um, I think it's important to explain that that's not what you're doing when you're introducing a new person to it. And yeah, so I really liked how Eli did that. And that was kind of the the forefront, I guess, that kickstarted the spirituality for me and for you, which yeah. is funny um, because after opening my mind and my soul through my yoga practice, like that was just like, the path that I had to like then take, you know, like there was a couple different paths I could have taken. I could have just like decided to just, you know, sit in meditation. And that was the thing I was going to be into, or I could dive deeper. Um, and that was like, okay, wow, now I'm going. So like, this is the road I'm on now.
1: Um,
0: yeah. What was like the next thing for you after that? Um,
1: well, so I just want to say one thing really quick. So I like how, like how we're saying that, how you were saying, like, not everything needs to be, not everything has to resonate with you. Not everything is going to be like, this is your future. But it is um, really depicting, like, this is where you could be heading right now. But you obviously, you have the free will. Everyone has the free will to make their own decisions and change their decisions. And every decision that you make, every second of the day changes your path constantly. Mm -hmm. And I think that, just relating this back to like how it's helped our mental health. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that that took so much anxiety away from me because Mm -hmm. I was able to finally get into the mindset that like, okay, yes, like these feelings that I'm feeling right now are valid because like the path that I'm going down or like the decisions that I'm making are not in alignment with like my highest self. Mm -hmm. And that helped me recognize it. But it also gave me the like inner knowing and the confidence to trust my intuition and to trust myself and to be able to like pull myself back and say like okay those things could happen but like I know that I can do this this and this so that it I can change my path I can change what's gonna like whatever change the outcome um and I think that a lot of like many people, my, a lot of my anxiety stems from worrying about things in the future that have never happened. So you're just worrying about things that don't even like exist. Mm -hmm. Um, and that has definitely decreased significantly for me because now I feel like I have the ability to recognize that no matter what I'm feeling in the moment, like I always am able to turn it around for myself Mm -hmm. and, it I think really just comes down to like trusting yourself and I think played a huge part in it
0: yeah absolutely and I keep forgetting that we're (laughs) explaining how it like goes hand in hand with our mental health but yeah no that I agree with all of that and I I think that for like for me it has helped in the sense of I, I I also worry about the future but in a way that's like um so what happens if I do this instead of doing this? Like what is going to happen to me? Am I going to be like able to support myself and yeah. um, like have the means to do the things I want to do and stuff like that? Like I were like, was worrying a lot about my stability and like my financial stability and like yeah. saving enough money to buy a house and like, you know, yeah. do Do all the things that I thought was like a stepping stone of life. Like, oh, now you're 25. Now you have to do this. Now you're 26. Now you better do this. Like I was so caught up in that timeline that I was not enjoying anything that was happening in front of me at all. And like, I thought I was, I was like, I'm a happy person. I enjoy life. I love my friends. I love my family. Things are great, but I wasn't actually living presently ever. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that The like tarot and everything really but the tarot cards were the first yeah the first thing that really like allowed me to understand that but Mm -hmm. also to have something to look forward to like you were saying like in those times of doubt where bad things do come up like I didn't have the best week at all last week and I feel like if I didn't have my like my energy work that I've worked so hard to like create and build for myself and my spirituality and my ability to, um, love before anything else. I don't think I would have made it out of that. Like, okay. It would have been just miserable and just like not good. And Mm -hmm. I think that that definitely played a huge part in, um, I, yeah, trusting myself and knowing yeah. that I know what's good for me and that I can turn, turn it around and make myself good again and be okay. And it takes a lot of work. It's like, and I, I hate to even like compare it to mental health sometimes because I know everyone's different. And obviously we're just speaking on our own experiences because we've had issues with our mental health, mm-hmm. but I really do believe in my soul that we all have an ability to an extent to control our well-being. And oh. I know like a lot of people need medication. A lot of people need like ther- therapy multiple days a week or um like inpatient situations and things like that. And I'm not disregarding that at all. But I think that through, through doing all of those things, through getting help, through working through your own things and through finding what works for you, like maybe it's religion, maybe it's not spirituality in the sense of tarot readings and Reiki and yoga and meditating, and maybe it's religion. That's for a lot of people. Um, But whatever it is and whatever you find, that works for you like it helps so much and then you build on it which is exactly what we're, what we're talking about you know it starts mm-hmm. with yoga it starts with meditating it starts with tarot cards and then it just builds and builds so how, how like what our week looks like or what our days look like that we put in all these different little pieces of different things that um, help us is dependent on where it started and how we built it so kind of explaining to all of you guys like like the timeline of events makes sense of how we have incorporated it so heavily into our lives it's it's just second nature at this point it's yeah. just something that we do exactly um, yeah so after that like what was the next thing for you
1: yeah so going off of that I, I mean the next thing for me certainly was incorporating reiki into like my everyday um
0: but like what made you want to do that
1: because so something that i feel like really changed a lot for me was being conscious about like not taking other people's energies home mm-hmm. um, and like really like cleansing myself and like giving myself um, the space with like no other or at least like not no other outside energies that I had brought in myself sitting alone and like not you know what I'm trying to not having yeah. that
0: yeah you didn't have Uh, that shield work up yet like
1: exactly exactly and so that goes in hand hands in hand with like setting boundaries which has Mm -hmm. been huge for me um but first I'll touch on the Reiki part so I try pretty much every morning and if not every night to take a couple of minutes before I go to sleep, or like when I first wake up to like cleanse my energy, get myself ready for the day or get myself like winded down to go to bed. Um, and that's been huge um, for me, because it really just like helps you start either start the day with just like a completely relaxed and reset, like refreshed mind. Um, and going to sleep, obviously, like being able to just like wash away the worries of the day, showering before bed. Um, and just like make, it's like, just like choosing yourself and making yourself a priority. Um, so that has definitely helped me a ton. Um, and the whole boundaries thing, which is huge for anyone that does energy work, but is obviously just as big for anyone else. If you're a human, um, being conscious of really selecting what energies you allow to affect you. Um, and even just having the understanding that not everything that you're feeling is necessarily your energy. Mm. Cause that's something that used to trip me up like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I would be having such a great day and then I would get hit with this like random emotion and like I would sit there and like create problems in my head of why I was feeling this way when it wasn't even my energy that was making me feel that way Mm -hmm. and so that's when my anxiety would like spiral and I'd be sitting there like oh my god I was having this perfect day and now everything's gone to shit. I've created like 17 different problems in my head and now I'm going to, I'm now I'm putting them out there into the universe. So now it's something's going to happen because Mm -hmm. I'm putting it out there. So that chain of like that chain of events and the, it was just like a constant snowball. So now that I feel like through my daily practices and through really like digging deep and doing the shadow work and really finding that understanding in yourself um I've been able to really just like put everything in perspective um and that is I think like the number one way really to not cure but like keep your anxiety at bay is because that's what anxiety is is worrying about something that's not even happening so, um, so yeah, I think that that was definitely my next, my next step in everything.
0: So, so when you, when you, um, started Reiki, like, had you ever gotten Reiki done before to you consistently, or was it something that you were like, this, yeah. this interests me and I want to dive into more about myself and I feel like I'll learn about myself through, through this certification through this next step
1: yeah 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 no so I actually was just talking to someone about this yesterday or today but I I got into Reiki I only have ever gotten Reiki done to me before I got my attunement once and it was for like 15 minutes Mm -hmm. like it was very very quick Um, I think it was maybe for nurses week they had a Reiki team come in and do like mini Reiki sessions on the nurses. And when I went to go get my little 15 minute session done, I walked into the room and I realized that it was a woman that I knew. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was a woman that I knew through bouquet of happiness. Oh my gosh. And, oh yes. Yeah. I
0: remember this story.
1: So this woman, April, she, um, she owns the, uh, Reflower Project, which is an organ organization that, um, we'll take flowers from like events, like weddings or whatever, like huge, like dinner banquets and stuff like that. Um, cause those flowers only get used for one night and then they usually get thrown out. Yeah. And crazy. So sh- this organization will go, you can have them come, they'll get the flowers from your event the next day or whenever, and they'll recycle them and they'll go and bring them to like nursing homes and like all it's so, It's amazing. Wow, that's amazing. It's so cool. Um, So I knew her through Bouquet of Happiness through doing some stuff with her. And then all of a sudden, I go into this room and she's there. And I'm like, what the heck are you doing here? Like, what are you like? What? And she was like, oh, yeah, like I'm like a Reiki practitioner and blah, blah. So crazy. What the hell? And so then a couple, like I felt after that just. I don't even really remember like what the session was like. I mean, like, again, it was 15 minutes. Um, but I just remember being like, weirdly, like not even obsessed with it, but just like a really strong pull towards it. And I never even really looked into it afterwards for maybe like four or five months. And then one day I was just like, I need to reach out to April and like, ask her about like what, how she got into that. And so I did and, she introduced me to the woman who has become like my mentor and my Reiki master and has, has done all of my attunements. And so that, yeah, it was really crazy how I got into it actually, like really, cause it felt, it was definitely a huge sign from me.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say that it like, was, like fell into your lap.
1: It fell into my lap and like too many things were just lining up that like, I just couldn't ignore it anymore. And that's when I, when I took the leap and, and decided to get my certification and, to really pursue it. But yeah, so crazy how, how all of that stuff. And so again, like going back to your mental health, like another thing that has been huge that has helped me significantly is when you become aware of how, when you look back and you're aware of like how all these things worked out and all of those bad days that you got through and all the shit that happened how everything led you to where you are now, it helps you have like a lighter, um, a lighter, uh, I can't think of the word, but just like a better mindset about the future because you, tr- you find that trust in the universe. And like now whenever things are like out of my control, something that's bothering me, I obviously still get like worked up about things. I let myself feel it for a little while but then I'll come back to myself and I'll just like you know like bring the mo- like my mantra back to me and just like surrender the control to the universe like the universe has a better plan for me it's all going to be fine because all the things that have led up to where I'm at today sucked and I was miserable in the moment but I'm here and I'm fine now so I know that the universe is going to work out for me that has been massive Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I totally agree and just believing in that trusting in that knowing that and like you said with your mental health like going back to it and recognizing the moments that felt so low and how things unfolded and worked out and like when you can reflect on that like I I was saying that about to my teens tonight I try to like really embed that into them like reflection because I feel like it's so important and something that I wasn't taught mm-hmm. to do enough um is crazy to be able to do that and say wow i'm still here mm-hmm. because you know when we when i think about the lowest points in my mental health. Like, I don't know if I would have thought I would still be here at some points in my life. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's really crazy. And it's really crazy for anyone listening who has ever experienced that or just experiences really anxiety provoking days or really depressive days. Like, for you to be able to look back, like maybe a year or two years, or even maybe a couple months ago, and be like, wow, I was in a really, really low place. And like, look where I am now. I made it. I like overcame all of these different obstacles that came my way. I woke up every morning. I went to work every day, whatever. I went shopping. I took a shower. I did these things that I didn't think were even thinkable at the moment. And recognizing those moments is so important and being able to say, like, hey, I've done these things for myself that have gotten me here. And that's exactly what's happened Mm -hmm. for you. You know, you to be able to be like, okay, like these things, these signs, which is like the most important part, is being open to the signs and knowing and surrendering to them. Like, you know, it took you for four or five months to do that. When you were given the yeah. sign, it took you a exactly. little bit, and to th- to think about how much you've grown since then. Like now, you get a sign. you oh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, get this I'm like,
1: right, You what got what I'm a sign about then, yoga.
0: Yeah, yo- exactly. yoga training. Rachel's like texting me like three nights before. She's like, I am signing yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm getting the signs. So I'm signing up. Yeah. And like it's so great that it has progressed to that yeah, point. Exactly. And that's that's what keeps happening. You're like presented with something that is saying something to you, and you're like, right, yeah, that's it. Like yeah. that happened to me the other morning. I was sitting outside on Sunday um mm-hmm. with tea in the morning and it was like early in the morning. And I was sitting there like in my mind being so mean to myself about how I feel out of shape. Cause I haven't gone to the gym in three weeks and I'm like, it's really not even that long of a time, but I'm like literally yeah. sitting there being so horrible to myself. Like, I'm like, Oh, I can just feel the bloat in my stomach. I feel horrible. Yeah. Like, I don't want to wear anything today. Like, Oh, and then all of a sudden a little hummingbird flies like right in front of me. And it just like, is hovering. And then a bee, a bumblebee, it's like seven 30 in the morning comes up from behind me and they're both just like hovering there for like probably like 0.5 like seconds like not long but I was like okay that's weird like in my most like dark moment in my head that I've had in a long time like this happens like I'm listening to these signs from now on like I'm not just yeah. like I'm not just letting that go and be like oh cute bird like no this is telling- <laughs> like stop like, look at how beautiful life is. Like, are you serious? Like you're doing great things. Just because You haven't gotten to the gym in a couple of weeks, like get back in then if that's what you need to do. Like, and it's so crazy. Once you like recognize those signs, like you can look back, like I can look back on times when I've felt that way in the past and be like, I made it this far. And like, I've been in and out of like shape quote unquote that I think is necessary. And it's like, I've made it and I'm happy and I'm healthy and I'm fine. Like everything is all good and it's all going to work out the way it's supposed to. When I hear my body telling me I want to move, I'll move, you know?
1: exactly. And
0: it's, it's just crazy that like, for you, like that, that, like, I guess that like vortex that opened was like you running into that woman at work and then festering in it for a little bit and being like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what that was. Like, I don't even know. Like, it's cool. I really like it. But like, I don't, what was that? That was so weird. That was so bizarre. So ironic. And then instead of like thinking of it like that, like you had a huge mind shift and a huge, huge perspective change of like, that wasn't just weird. Like that was exactly what I was needing to hear and experience. And like, now what do I do now? I have to take action. Um, And it's all about like the reaction, the action, all those things that comes with it afterwards is, Mm -hmm. you know, how, again, like we were saying, how you then incorporate it. So, so, okay. So then for you was Reiki was the next thing. And then when Rachel became Reiki certified, then Rachel did Reiki on me and we had like a crazy, yeah. crazy um, experience. And, yeah. and crazy then
1: Dev, my, so I don't know if you, I, we definitely talked about it. Sorry to cut you off, but I had no, fun. Yeah. When I did Reiki on Deb for the first time, my Mimi came through like really strongly, mm-hmm. which was just like the most beautiful sign I think I've ever gotten, but my during my session today that I was getting she came through again yeah. and it was so crazy
0: I love that it was for so you. so crazy yeah she's in that room for sure I
1: know well we weren't even in the room either but I was like I just I was like I know that it's it's her. oh yeah
0: for sure she's in your she's everywhere
1: oh my god and that like having that experience today like not even like everything was coming full circle but it just like no, it like reminded me of like how far I've like expanded even in the last couple of months with Reiki Mm -hmm. and that feeling of knowing that I, that those, my light, like my light team, my spirit guides, my ancestors, they're, they're always still around. Even when I sometimes lose thought, like sight of that for a moment, um, and that just like really that 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 just like shook me today because I was like oh yes like she's still here she's still rooting for me like she still wants this for me and like was is like excited about it and happy about it so that was just like the best feeling
0: yeah I love that that's amazing yeah so that was like my experience with Reiki for the first time and then Um, I I had another really weird experience with Rachel on my birthday and a lot of things came to me that I was like feeling in my relationship and not necessarily a bad thing or a good thing. It was just like things that I was hanging on to from like either like past things that I've experienced or just like emotions in general. Like when you date someone for four years, that happens. So, um, that was happening for me and I felt like really badly about it like after the session, like I cried to Rachel and was just like, I feel really badly about this. Like, this is, I don't like this feeling like what the heck? And we talked about it and then I left feeling better, but it was funny because then like, it kind of blew up in my face, like the day after. And I was like, trying to figure out why I had spiraled into like such an angry state of mind that I did. And like being able to reflect on it now, like it makes total sense. Like my, I let my mental health get the best of me in that situation instead of experiencing the moment that I experienced in my energy healing work and and knowing that like, this is something that I'm meant to feel right now. And my mental health doesn't need to get in the way of this. I'm -hmm. I'm bigger than this and I can grow from it just by knowing that it's existing inside of me instead of like letting it fester and having anxiety about it. But I chose to do that instead. And Mm -hmm. subconsciously, I was choosing to do it because I think in in the moment when we were talking about it, I was like, Oh, no, 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 like, I know what to do. And then like, subconsciously, I wasn't really actually allowing myself to do that work. And I didn't do the work. And then it unfolded in a really bad way. Um, And then obviously, like, you know, I worked through it and all that at the end, but it's like, you want to catch that before it happens. And that's like where the mental health plays into it again. It's like, you get, you get a choice. Cause once you have, I mean, everyone deals with mental health at some point in their life, like something, something is off, something is wrong. Some, some sort of emotion comes up. But, um, when you have like those, those mental health issues that are like strong as like, um, a young adult or like a kid or whatever. And it kind of, it follows you. Mm -hmm. And when you start doing energy work, like it still continues to follow you sometimes. And that's the shadow work that we talk about. And it's like really scary because it's not like necessarily a thing where you like give into it, but it's easy to just give into in the Mm -hmm. sense of like, well, this is just my track record. This is what I know. This is what I usually do. I usually shut down. I usually don't want to talk to anyone. I usually, um, flip out. I usually yell like whatever it is that you are used to doing and handling situations when you're having like some mental health problems going on, um, comes up for you again, when that energy work is playing and the shadow work is coming up and the dark parts of you are coming to light. Um, but you get, you have that decision to make, like, do I want to grow from this in a healthy and productive way to me and propel good energy, negative energy, positive energy and um, energy that is productive for those around me? Or am I going to just like resort back to my old habits? And Mm -hmm. that's, that was like another leap for me, I think. And through that. that negative experience was like another big, like revelation and like jump that I took. And then that's when I started really going to Kate very often. So we talk about Kate all the time. So Kate um, is a Bowen practitioner and she, Rachel knows her, as I've told you guys, like they knew each other from their hometown. And um, so Rachel had been going to her and told me about her. And then I started going to her, but that like, after that moment was like, when I really started like consistently seeing Kate, like every week and it for me at first was like a very spiritual experience but then I started realizing that like in those moments it didn't necessarily have to be like this most spiritual experience it was the fact that I was showing up for myself weekly to do work both energetically and physically for myself that was going to better me help me strengthen me and that's when I was like wow like this is becoming like an actual routine of mine that I'm doing these things. I'm I'm feeling so much better and I'm realizing so much more and I'm able to intellectually have conversations with myself in my mind about where I'm at mentally. Like, whoa, that's crazy. And it's when I stopped relying so much on, um, having to think, I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking therapy ever, 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 ever go to therapy. But that's when I, my mind shifted in a way that was like, that doesn't have to be something that I'm always doing. Yeah. You know? I can do, I almost felt guilty about not going to therapy at one point in my life. Cause I'm like, it's something I should always be doing. I always have to be doing it. And then I started realizing that the energy work was just as that's productive so for me. you know, and that's not for everyone, but it was for me. It was just as productive. I felt almost better leaving those things than I did Mm -hmm. leaving a therapy session. I felt like I had literally taken a weight off of my shoulders. And a lot of people say that when they leave therapy, but I felt like that in those moments, I was like, wow, all of this negative energy has literally left my body. Um, And so I continued down that path through, through Bowen and yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I want to say two things off that. Um, The first thing is that, and I'll say about the energy work compared to like therapy Mm -hmm. is that as long as like you're putting yourself first and choosing yourself and really valuing and honoring your relationship with yourself, like that's, it's all therapy. Like all of it is all of it is helping you and finding the right like mixture of things is like the goal mm-hmm. um, it's like and it's going to be different for every single person, like everything else is. But like you said, like, and for, I feel the same exact way is that the energy work is just as beneficial, if not more beneficial than some of the therapy that I've done. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that it's always, like, trying to just, like, just being curious and trying new things, trying Reiki, trying Bowen, trying yoga, trying whatever. Um, You're never going to know if something's going to help you until you at least try it. Um, So that's, like, my biggest thing. Like, why not try it? Um, I think, like, we try to do a lot of giveaways and stuff with Reiki. Like, I want to put Reiki in as many hands as I possibly can because I feel so passionately about it and I feel so strongly about the, like, the benefits that come with it and I want to be able to share that with people and I, I know that it can be hard sometimes to put aside the time to drive to Hanover, drive to Quincy or drive to Norton to get an hour-long like, therapy healing session in but after you do it, it's, well, it's either going to help you or you're going to feel indifferent about it, whatever. Um, but you at least know when you're showing yourself and you're showing the universe that you're trying, you're putting yourself out there to make yourself a priority and the universe is going to reward you for that. Um, and then the second thing I wanted to say about Reiki, I know, it, I feel like all we talk about is Reiki now, but whatever. We have (laughs) have to. Yeah. But literally, like one of the biggest aspects and the biggest, like, benefits and points of Reiki is to dig up and bring out all those old, negative, stagnant energies in your body, bring them to the surface so that you can do the work to let those things go that's like what it's all about. And I say it to every single new new person that comes in to have a session with me at the end like over the next couple of days, week, whatever, if old memories or old anxieties or old habits are coming up and you're feeling like you're like being like not consumed but like you're feeling like you're randomly thinking about all these things that you haven't thought about in a while. And you're getting kind of, like, and you go to a healing session and you're thinking like, oh, like I want to go and I want to feel good and I want to feel healed and I want to leave and whatever it's over with like I did the healing. People will get freaked out and they'll be like, I went to Reiki yesterday and like, my, my body's hurting. I feel anxious. I have all these things and like, I don't know why. It's because like we just pulled all that energy to the surface, but unfortunately, I would love to be able to do it, but we can't take all of that energy off of you. You have to be able to do some of the work yourself. That's the whole point because you, the more you work for yourself, the better you know yourself, the better you trust yourself, and the better your healing is. Um, But once you bring those feelings again to the surface, you really are—you're just at the next step where you're able to shed them and that's when you're able to like like you said with that situation on your birthday like obviously that sucked and it was not the ideal situation but it was it was what had to happen because you were able to bring all those things to the surface and let them go and you don't have to worry about it anymore now
0: mm-hmm. you know? never again yeah so
1: that's that's been huge for me i feel like and Reiki is an amazing um healing tool for people who have had any sort of like trauma or anything in their life, because it really helps you do the work and get to the bottom of your emotions. And what's, what's really like the little like seed that like planted everything and Mm -hmm. grew everything. And once you get to that seed and you know what it is, and you really can come to terms with it and understand it and accept it and realize that this thing, Whatever it was, was the worst thing that's ever happened to me in, a, in this lifetime so far. And it's caused all these X, Y, and Z problems in my life. But it made me who I am today. And there's no going back and changing that. So being able to come to terms with it and to accept it and to start the journey and start the process of moving on and letting go, that's when all the healing is like blows up in your face.
0: hmm yep mm-hmm. yep and uh another really cool thing so we've talked a lot about how we're working at um at Beone, but we haven't really like described too much about what it is so it is um it's a, a, the woman that owns it is a licensed social worker and she gives therapy to people every day all, all day and the people that we see the people that are there. Some people might be going to therapy there. Some people might be seeking mental health um, the types of therapies, whether it be Reiki, Bowen, yoga, anything really um, one-on-one therapy. And it's really amazing to see it because I know that sometimes like when um, Rachel and I talk about this stuff in the sense of mental health or talk about this stuff in quote unquote replacement to talk therapy, it sounds like we're like being negative about talk therapy or like we're telling you to stray away from that. And that's not necessarily it. But it's so beautiful that this studio is a space that is available to people now because you never see stuff like this. And it just shows you how hand in hand it all goes. Yeah. And the fact that the owner has allowed for this space to be created under her name, under her license, she knows that it works and she knows that it helps and she knows that it brings things to light and that it helps people in their transformative mm-hmm. mental health and in their therapy like journey. Mm-hmm. Um and that's really affirming. That is really affirming. Yeah. And I had a little bit of an experience with it tonight in the sense of um, things coming to the surface and that affirmation of like, this was, this was exactly what was supposed to happen. And this um, yoga, this practice, this meditation, whatever it was that happened, pulled that out. And yeah. it's like that right there is a confirmation, is a sign, is a dead, that's that's it, that yeah. I knew like this heals, like yeah. this stuff is the healer, you know? Yeah. And whether it be a smorgasbord of you going to therapy, you're going to yoga, you're going to Reiki, you're going to Bowen, or if it's, I'm just going to one-on-one therapy or it's, I'm just going to do the gym and I'm going to see someone for Reiki once a week, like whatever it is it's all part of your healing process. And it's what you, like Rachel was saying, you pull from it. Like if you're going to go to a session, even if it's with a therapist and you're going to talk, 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 and then you leave and that's it. Like that's Mm. not doing anything for you. What are you doing when you leave? You need to do something. You need to, you need to make a decision as to what you're going to do to help yourself grow everything that you just released you need to do something with it it's not just gonna stay in the room and I was I always try to explain that to the girls and the teen yoga is like I always tell them to leave everything with them in the room and that I'll carry it for them but I tell them I'm like you have to do the work now when you leave You have to continue this, whether it be on the mat or off the mat, you have to continue it and continue to listen to your inner voice and talking to yourself. And yeah. that's exactly what it all is. You know, yeah, you have to, Exactly, you have to put the work so, in. Yeah. And you have to be so in tune with yourself and in touch with yourself in order to even connect the dots between the mental health aspect and the energy work, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, I swear it changed our lives completely. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, completely, completely. Com- Completely. And it's like, so I would say for like a a week for me, what it looks like is I wake up in the morning, I shield myself, I immediately pat my entire body down putting up my legit physical shield because that's how I know in my mind, like, okay, I'm good. I'm guarded. I'm not taking in any negative energy. I usually wash my face and do my little morning routine. I set an intention for myself for the day, pull a tarot card. I usually sit with myself for a couple minutes. Don't look at my phone. And then I start my day and I do my thing. And with every single step I take I'm and in, I'm intentional and I'm mindful. And if I fall off from that, I recognize it in the moment and I just Okay. Now it's the next second. So (laughs) now we're moving on from there. I don't let anything carry with me all day long in the sense of like what I'm doing wrong. I just think everything that I'm doing is meant to be exactly what I'm doing. So then, okay, go to work. I carry on my day while I'm at work. If I feel like things are causing anxiety or causing any sort of like disruption to my mood, then I remember my shield. I remember that I am guarded. I'm blocked. I'm good. Um, maybe give my arms a couple squeezes and just like feel that physical touch within myself and recognize that like I'm here, I'm okay, I'm alive, I'm good. Um, I usually do either a yoga practice at night, I meditate or I do some Reiki on myself, um, rubbing my hands together and creating energy and just like knowing that I'm presently here within my body and with my mind and i'm able to sit with myself and work on myself anyone can do this you don't necessarily have to be like a reiki professional or anything like that and i just like scan my body again with my hands i just like lightly hover my body and feel like where is the tension and then i try to really loosen it it's usually in my shoulders in the back of my neck and then i take a shower and go to bed and obviously from day to day like that changes some days I might see Rachel for Reiki. Some days I go to Kate. Um, Some days I'm doing a little more energy work than others. Some days we have a three hour yoga, yoga class at night. And, you know, obviously there's lots of energy work being done there. And then some days just look like what I just explained, like just simple things that I'm doing on my own, being mindful in all of my movements, everything that I do work, um, hanging out with friends, being on the phone um, doing work at home for blissful love or PBL or anything. But the most important thing for me, and I think you could say the same Rachel is just shielding myself every day. Oh my God. Yeah. It might sound silly, but like, it's so helpful because even when you do it like physically in the morning, like you actually take the time to like move your hands around your body. And like, you feel silly at first when you first start doing it, but it's like almost like something in your head is like reminded all day that that shield is on your body. You're like, oh, I'm shielded, I'm good. And it's like a blanket, like you feel so protected all day and you just feel right, like you feel intentional. You feel like mindful all day long because you did that thing that was like so intentional to help Mm -hmm. yourself and help like your energy and your mind. Definitely, definitely.
1: Yeah, so I mean, like you said, like my my day-to-day definitely varies pretty significantly at times, especially when I'm going back and forth between days and nights at work. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I'm right now I'm working, well, actually tomorrow I'm working a day shift, but I was working nights all weekend. So this weekend, like what my, what my schedule kind of looked like was uh, before getting up in the afternoon to go to work in the evening, I would, I take a shower to kind of just like get myself grounded and have like a, just a moment with just myself being present, um, constantly, constantly, whenever I'm like at home, just like getting ready or like get doing like random little chores. I have been listening to a lot of sound, um, frequency therapy, which has been really, really beneficial for me. Um, so I have that on in the background, I'll get ready, like you said, I will shield myself. I always think of my Reiki master, um, Ronnie, always kind of, it describes it in a way of like waking up in the morning and like imagining that, like pulling a wall of mirrors around yourself. Um, so that's kind of what I envision when I am guarding what or shielding myself in the morning is bringing that wall of mirrors kind of like just completely around you. And that puts me in a good spot for the day because I know that whatever people, whatever other people's energies are for the day and how they're treating me or how they're responding to me or their, their mood and all that kind of stuff for the day, when they look at me or when they're, they're in my presence I am envisioning them looking in the mirror back at themselves. And that reminds me like, that's their energy. That's not mine.
0: Oh, Um, I love that. That's a good one.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's how I really, that's how, that's what it's like in my head when I got, when I shield myself. Um, So that's been super helpful for me. And then, um, yeah, driving to work, I, either, either I'm listening to music and making sure that I'm singing and enjoying myself and activating my throat chakra and getting myself in a good position to be able to express myself in a graceful and confident way, um, throughout my shift. And then before every time before I go into work, I sit in my car for a moment and I set an intention or I set a mantra or, whatever I feel like, whatever I need for the night, I'll set that for myself and I'll remind myself of that throughout the night at work. So whenever I'm getting like stressed out or it's four o'clock in the morning and it's that time of the night when you get so exhausted and you don't think that you're going to make it to seven o'clock, like bringing that mantra back in and just helping it, helping, helping you remind yourself that you're here, present, going to get through it, time is moving forward. Um, And then getting home from work, or getting home from anything at the end of the day, or in the morning, or whenever you're coming home, I like immediately get in the shower now. And just like, visualize when I'm in the shower, like the water just like washing away all of the outside energies of the day, all of my energies that I didn't don't want to continue carrying with me from the day whatever it is visualizing that all washing away and being able to step out of the shower with like a cleansed mind and a cleansed soul and either getting into bed or doing whatever whatever I have to do next but the shower has been a huge thing for me and I'm trying to think of what else I mean Obviously, I would love to say that I get in bed and read every night or journal every night, but that's just not the case sometimes. But just knowing your body and knowing your soul and in your mind and knowing when it is the right time to journal and read and do whatever, or if it's just time to lay in bed and put on a guided meditation and just go to bed. So mm, that's like I love that. how mine, how mine's been looking.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I basic love that you said day things. I love that you said that about um, journaling and reading because I think often we like that's another thing that happens with our mental health that um, anxiety like voice comes back in and is like, you should be reading, you should be journaling, you should be doing all these things because that's what it means to grow. And I think we get so stuck in that instead of realizing like I'm growing, even just like sitting with myself every day. Like I don't have to necessarily be doing something. Um, The first time I journaled in probably I want to say like two months was Sunday yesterday. And um, I, it wasn't like I was like, I need to go journal. It was like, I was I grabbed my journal and was like, I and guess, I guess I want a journal right now. Yeah. And I wrote a journal entry and I wasn't like, I'm going to write two pages. I was just like, I'm just going to write, I guess, until I stop. And then I stopped and I put it down and that was that. And yeah, exactly. Same thing with reading. Like I hadn't, I, I, obviously we have the book club and I try to keep up as much as possible with all of our books like now it's kind of become like a a read alongside us so you know we pick a book every month and if we can get to as many chapters as we can that's great and if not no worries and then we move on to another book for the new month and we kind of just like keep track of all of them and at some point we'll get to them but at one point I was like I have to read all of this book and I have to get it all done and I have to read 100 pages every day or else I'm not doing enough and um I started like hating reading because I was like, I I hate that I'm like pressured to do this while I'm also trying to like juggle 50 other things. Um, but now like this morning I woke up and I had a little bit of time until work and I laid down and read the book that you got me for my birthday. And I was like, this is so nice. Exactly. I actually want to read right now. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, kind of recognizing like what, like exactly what you were saying, like what you, what you want to do is really important. Exactly. No one's just because you say, Hey, I kind of like, kind of like what Blissful Love and Rachel and Devin are doing and diving into spirituality. Like that doesn't mean you have to join our book club and read a book every month. That doesn't mean that you have to go to Reiki every day. That doesn't mean you have to go see Kate for Bowen or come to a yoga class. Like mm-hmm. all that means is like whatever it means for you. That's all it exactly. means. Um, And it's going to change so much. And I think like sometimes on social media, like we all get caught up in and I try really hard not to. And I know you do too, Rachel, is get really caught up in like what everyone else is doing and like how we're supposed to be also doing that or like how we're supposed to also be like doing something to like
1: better our um... what am I doing
0: today to better myself yeah and it's like it's just it's just a mindful thing it's you don't have to be like physically doing something you don't have to like be purchasing a book or purchasing a webinar going to all these like online like live things and watching all these people talk about things and like watching YouTube videos about things it's like do the work within yourself don't worry about all that outside stuff and if you find interest in something then dive into it it. yeah but if not like don't do it you know like don't just like do something because you think you're supposed to be doing it like that's not intentional and then it takes away from everything and then you end up not following through with it yeah
1: Exactly. Cause it's, it's just like the pressure of it and the anxiety around it. Like, especially with like journaling and reading, like I haven't journaled. I fell off from journaling for a while. And the first, I just started journaling again last week cause I wanted to start a yoga journal. And so mm-hmm. I started that and I've journaled every day since because I've wanted to, and because I feel inspired to. And because I feel like it's what I, it's right. And what I need right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the best time to do those things. Cause sometimes I go back and I read my journal and I'm like, wow, that was really pathetic. Mm -hmm. I definitely just like jotted something down to say, oh, I've journaled every day this week. You know what I mean? And like, I'm like that. And I found, I feel like a lot of the times when I, when I am journaling with that mindset, um, I, tend to journal mostly negative things Yeah, me too. And, and I feel like sometimes I feel like that is therapeutic for me and it is helpful for me because sometimes I feel like I just have a lot on my mind and a lot of things a lot of feelings and emotions and opinions and whatever and it's not something that I necessarily want to put out into the or put onto somebody else and so putting it down on paper does is therapeutic for me at times but I feel like other times I'm just ranting to rant and it's not therapeutic whatsoever and it's just keeping me in the same cycle of thinking about those things or obsessing over these things that really don't even matter and I feel like I got into I think that's what kind of knocked me off for a while after journaling is that I realized like I'm not doing any sort of work here Mm
0: -hmm. other than like
1: filling these pages with like everything I'm like mad about
0: today. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like we both kind of hit that um, period of time. Like, very quickly into our like very extreme journaling route um, mm-hmm. because that's exactly what happens and that happens with like a lot of things of a lot of routines like that happens with people who go to the gym you know they start going to the gym and it's all good and then we're going a couple times a week and then it's like they're going to the gym and like, they're like, I don't even know what I just did at the gym. I just went to say I went and like, it wasn't intentional and I didn't actually get a good workout in. And now I'm like home and I feel bad about the fact that I even went and did that at all. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how like journaling became from, for both of us was like, yeah. we were so stuck in the fact that we were preaching that we had to journal every day and like everyone should journal every day and it did it was something that we really wanted to do and thought everyone should do um every day and then like you know we started getting into like the whole thing of like i don't even know what i'm journal i don't want to journal so i'm just yeah. writing like oh on this person and this thing and like yeah, exactly. and then this happened at work and then like this one like i and i don't even know about this person like this exactly. situation in my life and it's like what I didn't even actually care about any of those things I was writing down. It was like I was just trying to get words out and come to the surface. So, yeah, anything that force like that, like, yeah, should just not happen.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: <gasps> yeah. So, so crazy. So I definitely think that um, the yoga journal is a good idea, too, especially because like it breaks it up from just being like a regular journal. But you can yeah. also still make it that like throughout yeah. your yoga journey you know because like you're gonna you're gonna change just solely based off of that so like being able to see like the change of just like your regular entries Mm quote-unquote like dispersed in between like here's like one right after like a yoga session or like here's one right after um like a big long yoga class or like during a yoga class or something um will be really cool to see so exactly I'm excited about it and I think that it's
1: It's so like, I think that it's so important and something that I want to be a lot more mindful about doing now is like something that I've been really focusing on lately is like celebrating like the small wins Uh and like appreciating the good things on the day to day that aren't massive, but are still things that I should be proud about or things that I should feel excited about or whatever and I feel like I lose sight of that a lot because we're constantly going 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 and we want to do the next thing and we want to we want to whatever and I feel like through yoga like through following a journey and through following and like documenting the growth through that journey I'm sure that there will be several more small wins throughout the journey that I'm going to include in random like entries throughout the next couple of months that in December, when we finish our certification, we can go back and we can look at that journal and I'm sure that there'll be entries that I read. And I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot about that. And that means that's like, makes me feel good because that's not something that was like huge that would stick with you. Like, Oh, remember when I did that? Um, or remember when I like, whatever. Yeah. so like, but those little things, like they do add up and like, it's so important to like, just really appreciate and really let yourself enjoy the good, the the good things that happen. Um, because when we don't, I feel like it, it takes away from the bigger ones
0: too. Yeah, so. absolutely. And that's like a huge thing with our mental health is um, being able to put to put aside like an like a an emotion or a feeling or an anxiety um, sensation, put it aside for just a minute, like in a box, and be able to recognize all the wins that are currently happening, or and there's they can be very small. It can be that you yeah. made your bed this morning exactly. before you then left. You got out of bed. Yeah, like-, like that that is a win, you know, like anything mm-hmm. that you want a win to be, a win is. And um, yeah, that's really important and really does affect us so much and affects um our mental health, our mental well-being, our energy levels what we do with our energy where it goes all the things so Mm -hmm. it goes hand in hand and we just felt like this episode was really important for you guys to understand like kind of what we're doing and to also see like it's it's not as much as some people I think
1: exactly it's like it really is the smaller more manageable things that make a difference like it really really is and like the honestly like to sum everything up in one and like what I would say is the absolute most important part of incorporating new modalities into your mental health care is one finding out what works for you what makes you happy what you like and what you don't like and then two is just making a routine of it and like really making a conscious effort to incorporate whatever it is, um, at, in the right, um, in the right doses to your daily life and getting on to that daily routine, that's when you really start to see the shift. Um, and then uh, again, on the other side of that is just showing yourself grace and being able to forgive yourself if you fall off for a little while, mm-hmm. um, And just reminding yourself that like, okay, this week was kind of a dud for me. And I was I'm not proud of how I went about this week. Necessarily, I didn't do X, Y, or Z, or like, I felt like I had a lot of negative emotions or negative feelings this week, but not letting that week ruin the rest of your month or the rest of your year or the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, and just being able to say, okay, that, that week's in the past now, um, tomorrow's a new day. I can start again and just trying again, trying to start the
0: routine again the next morning and, and letting the past go. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. That's a good end, but I just want to say one more thing. Um, so with crystals, like with, we'll dive into this, we're going to do like a part two episode of this. We're going to, hopefully have one of our friends on that you guys I'm sure have all been <laughs> wondering a lot about. But yeah. um, so I-, I was thinking when you were saying all that is like about crystals and how they've helped me with my mental health is like the symbolism behind them mm-hmm. and not necessarily like the energy that I'm like receiving forcefully off of these crystals, but um, like the just the symbolic meaning for them. Like I was saying before Jack and I went to my parents' house on Sunday for mother's day, I was looking through my, um, Chris. I have a crystals book and I was just looking through it and I was deciding which crystals I wanted to take with me for the day, um, which has also been like a, a part of my routine is like figuring out which crystals I think that I need. The, the book that I have is really cool because in the back, you kind of like pick like what kind of prescription of crystals you want that day. So you say like, oh, I, I need some help with like um, confidence today. Like I'm feeling mm-hmm. a little like Eh, under the weather not feeling super confident in myself and then it'll say like two two or three crystals that are helpful for that and so for me it's been such a huge difference in my mental health because when I start feeling that like oh that anxiety that heavy feeling again and I like realize that my crystals are either on my neck or on my ears or in my pockets it's it's For me, like a visual symbol of, like, oh, like this, this is what my intention was for today. Like, this is something I wanted to be mindful of and be wary of and be careful of that I was going to fall into this feeling and this emotion and this mental state again. So, I'm okay. I'm bigger than this. I got this. And like, clutching, being able to clutch that crystal and be like, oh, like this is, this is reminding me that I have to work on this in this moment. And you might not feel this pull, you might not feel anything coming shooting out of the crystal but you're yeah. able to sit with yourself in that moment and be so mindful and that right there is so therapeutic and that has definitely been a huge impact in both of our lives as well oh my god yeah yeah
1: 100 we love crystals we'll definitely talk about them next time but I, I really like that and I like the whole idea of like it's not it is the energy but it doesn't have to necessarily be the energy it can just be the symbolism of it last night I brought, I think 15 crystals, with them. <laughs> like was like being weighed down by them. I had so many in my pocket, but having like feeling that weight in my pocket and like feeling their presence. And like you said, like remembering like why I brought each one of them and it, remi- it just reminds you like I have all every one of those like characteristics or um, whatever they are. I have I carry all of that energy within me, and I know that it's there, and I just need to let it out and um, allow myself to access it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that's I love how you said that. That's perfect because, yeah, not necessarily bringing all these crystals to work is going to make me like superwoman overnight, but like it reminds you of like it reminds you of yourself. reminds me you, reminds you of your own power and helps you. Access it.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And just recognizing like the difference between the the inner work and the growth and the energy work and your mental health. Being able to to distinguish the two and know when it is okay to let go of certain um, patterns, traits, characteristics that you've experienced with your mental health and and know when to say, okay, like I'm letting that go and now I'm going to grow through it and I'm going to choose this instead um, is really important because I think sometimes we choose like the easy way out and we're just like, oh, but like, this is what I've always known. And this is what I've always done. This is how I've always reacted. So like, that's just what I'm going to do now. That's what everyone expects from me. Um, And that's a hard jump to take, but you can all take it. We can all take it together. So
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So like, like we said, though, there will be a part two to this episode because there's just so much. And I think that we need some other people to help us and come come on to this episode to talk a little deeper into all of it. And, um, you know, I, I, we always encourage all of you to reach out to us. And I feel like if there's a lot of people that listen that aren't necessarily um, like into Reiki or Bowen or yoga really that much, like, And if you ever have any questions or like, want to just try a session or you want to just see what it's all about, or you want to just like know more, like always reach out to us our inbox is open. Um, If you know us personally and you have our numbers, like text us, like it's not something that we're like, they don't know anything about this. Yeah. Like we, we, we also, we're also new to this. Like, this is something that we also started just within this year and the past couple of like months really is like when we really dove deep into it. So, um, we're all learning together and it's, you're constantly learning no matter what about this stuff, like no matter how deep you are into it. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's that. We're all on it together. Yes, we are all in it together. So thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for the end of our episode for a mindful meditation at the end. And we love you guys. Thank you so much. Have a good week, guys. Love you. Bye, guys. Hello, you guys. This is Devin giving you our guided meditation today. So, this Q words relaxation script will guide you to relax your body and then further calm the mind by repeating cues to relax. Partway through this script, you will have the opportunity to pause the recording to continue to repeat the words silently to yourself for a few minutes before resuming. To begin, find a comfortable position. Become aware of how your body feels. Take a deep breath in and as you exhale, let your body begin to relax. Imagine that you are breathing in relaxation. Breathe out through your mouth, forcefully blowing out the air. Imagine expelling tension. Breathe in again and exhale as if you are blowing out a candle, blowing away tension. Breathe slowly and gently now. Continue to take calm breaths as you focus on relaxing your body. Notice how each area of your body I mentioned relaxes as soon as you hear the word relax. Focus on your feet. Relax. Ankles. Relax. Relax. Lower legs, relax. Knees, relax. Upper legs, relax. Hips, relax. Pelvic area, relax. Bottom, relax. Abdomen, relax. Lower back, relax. Middle back, relax. Chest, relax. Stomach, relax. Upper back, relax shoulders, relax, upper arms, relax, elbows, relax, lower arms, relax, wrists, relax, hands, relax, Neck, relax. Face, relax. Head, relax. Scan your body now for any remaining areas of tension. Focus your attention on these areas, relaxing them more and more. Now that your body has started to become relaxed, I will introduce some words for relaxation. You can choose whatever words you like, but in this script, I will use the words breathe and relax. With each breath in, say in your mind, breathe. With each breath out, mentally say, relax. Allow these words to relax you fully. Each time you hear them, allow your body and mind to become even more relaxed and calm. Let these relaxing cue words fill your mind. I'll guide you for a few moments and then you can pause this script to continue repeating the cue words for another few minutes on your own. With each breath, repeat these cue words. Breathe in, saying in your mind, breathe. Exhale, saying to yourself, relax. Breathe. relax, breathe, relax, breathe, relax, breathe, relax. Breathe, relax, breathe, relax. Pause the script here to continue using these keywords on your own. After a couple of minutes, you can resume the script. Continue using these relaxing keywords for a few moments longer. Breathe, relax. Breathe, relax. Breathe, relax. Breathe, relax. relax. You are now completely relaxed, comfortable, at peace, observing this feeling of relaxation, memorizing it, noticing how calm you are, noticing how your breathing is slow and regular, pleasant, peaceful. Keep with you this feeling of relaxation as you become more awake and alert to return to your day. Let your body and mind reawaken. Move your arms and legs. Stretch your muscles. Take a deep breath in and exhale fully. Shrug your shoulders. Become more and more awake and alert. Let your body and mind return now to your usual level of alertness and wakefulness feeling calm and filled with energy. Have a beautiful day, you guys. We will see you next week.